Hey. Hey. Good afternoon. Surprise. So you've just seen pretty much the extent of my video production skill set. And uh, all at once there, I was able to actually put two videos together. Isn't that incredible? (laughs) So how are you guys? Thank you for joining me today. Um, Obviously, you know, this is a topic that I've been pretty passionate about. I've been running around yelling at people and you know, browbeating people and talking people into going who aren't going and convincing people who are on the fence for canceling their booth or canceling their flights uh, to, to stay. And, you know, to me personally, like, you know, I have a, a lot of, of time invested in this show, I guess, a lot of money in the different companies that I've been a part of. But, uh you know, for me personally, this this show and especially this one, 2021, is so important because, you know, this is the coming back show. Like, you know, as far as I can see, looking around at everything that's going on in the industry, you know, we're we're basically mostly back. You know, there's a lot of shows out there. There's tours on the road. There's there's things going on, sporting events, live events like crazy. And, you know, so I think that this is just another step. Getting together for this show is another step. And, you know, one of the stories I've shared a whole bunch. So I've been going to LDI. I think the very first show was Nashville. Uh, Do you know this, Marion? It was, I believe, uh, was it Reno? It was 88. I was not there. So I didn't. I don't think I went to the very first one, but I've if been Ellen going to everyone. She would be able to tell us. Ellen I think it was Nashville, us. then it was Dallas, if I remember correctly. And yeah, I was at Dallas, ones. but I don't think I was at Nashville. It was but kind anyways. of before there was a regular rotation. Right. Um, right. Exactly. And so, you know, exactly thirty years ago this year, and I've shared this story this week in a bunch of different posts and stuff. But exactly thirty years ago this year. I was uh, invited to LDI by Martin and Trackerman, the Martin distributor here in the U.S. at that time. And, you know, I kind of knew what they wanted and, and what we were going to talk about. So I, I took the trip and went and, uh, oh, everyone's telling us Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Second was Nashville. So I think I was at the first one. There's DJ. Hey, David. Um, so, you know... I, I went to that show in 1991 in Reno. This is the one where there was, I think, the big snowstorms and stuff, and the planes were flying in like this over the, you know, it was it was complete insanity landing in Reno. And got the job with Martin and Trackman at that time. And and pretty much for me, that created my career and and gave me a career in this this wacky industry. I had no experience uh, other than I had done a bunch of club. Uh, sales, lighting sales for nightclubs and stuff. And so, you know, for me, 
it's just so important to go to this show every single year, but I think this year is even more important. And I'm personally involved in bringing a lot more people to this show with my own company and the companies I'm involved in um, than ever before. I mean, I, I'm going to have a whole bunch of people there. We've got a bunch of dinners and meetings and stuff booked already. And so, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if anybody else has any history or, or you know, uh, I know most of you are young. I think all of you are younger than me. You are. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. You have better hair. Or you have I different am, hair. I don't know if it's better. I am the senior. Um, I would like to say thanks, Marcel, for... Um, I want. I kind of want to be careful about saying evangelizing because, you know, LDI isn't a religion or a cult yeah. um, or a charity. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. a business. And... Um, and, you know, I, I know some people are really passionate. My team is very passionate about putting on the show and having the show come back. And and what you said is exactly right. You know, events are happening, right? And um, sometimes I think people forget that everybody loves that, um, to use that phrase, which I think is really, really important um, in the last couple of years. And from the organization, you know, we make events. And sometimes I have to remind people, we make events too. You know, we're a trade show, but um, yeah. we are in the same industry and, um, and, and we've had, as I'm sure you can guess and you've heard, so I'm not going to uh, uh, not address the elephant in the room. People have asked us, how can you have a show? Why are you having a show? If people are pulling out, you know, we're having a show. There's no question. Yeah. Um, unless for some reason the state or government shuts down, right, knocking wood, which is not going to happen. No. Um, events are happening everywhere. And um, just as, from a, a, a company perspective, you know, our larger parent company has produced more than 30 events since March to great success. Now, when I say great success, do they look a little bit different? Do they feel different? Of course. And that's what you expect. But I mean, great success by saying there are people there who are serious about being there. And I think that's important. And there are people there who are ready to buy. And, um, you know, there was the, every show, every event is always going to have some tire kickers as we affectionately refer to them, but yeah. I think the quality of um, attendee is going to be there and we are not canceling our show. Oh, I should address that too, because Thursday someone called us and said, Oh, we, you guys are canceling. We're hearing it all over. So we know in this industry too, the rumor mill is um, pretty active. So I, I do want to set the record straight that we're not canceling the show that's happening in four weeks. So, yeah, no, it, I mean, Everything you just said, of course, I, I understand you guys are going through all kinds of challenges. I've spoken to some people on your staff. I've spoken to people, I guess you'd call it on the other side of the fence, who are either deciding to or not to continue with the show. Uh, you know, there's a couple of people who did back out of the show who I had been talking with and trying to convince to stay in. And, um, you know... As I've said to Ben and I've said to so many people, for companies out there who are exhibiting and spending, you know, half a million, a million dollars, and hopefully they've cut their budgets a little bit this year, but they are, it's, it's a really easy move to go walking into the CFO's office or into a board meeting and to say, yeah, you know what, we're going to cancel LDI and keep the money in the bank instead this year. Um, most of those people in the board meeting and God forbid the CFO don't have the foresight to realize that that's going to have an impact possibly on your revenue for the rest of time, but certainly 
maybe the next couple of years where, you know, people meet another brand or they see a different product or they form another relationship with someone else because you weren't there. And I know that sounds a little doomsday-ish, but it's true. And, you know, lastly, and then I'll shut up again, I want to address the one thing that you said, you know, live events are happening. We're an event, you're an event. And so two things on that. Number one is, you know, there's there's a line, and I heard this on someone's podcast, they said it, but there's a line between sort of the live events that you want to go to, concerts, sporting events, um, movie theaters, whatever it is, all of those different things that you do as a fun pastime. And then there's these things that you're expected to go to or your employer is sending you to, whether it's a business trip or it's a trade show. And those are the ones that are struggling a little bit. So, you know, they've lagged behind the conferences, the trade shows have lagged behind the concerts and the, the nightclubs and the, the, all of the other things, the sporting events. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention is that, um, you know, I keep hearing from manufacturers and I'm shocked, you know, 30 years into doing LDI shows or 28 years or whatever myself as an exhibitor that I'm defending LDI and the costs because people are so quick to say, I can't believe they're trying to charge me full price for this show. And the thing is, you know, your costs, I'm sure, are probably higher than they would be in a normal year. And you've got half as many exhibitors or 70% or I don't know what your exact number is. And so you got to stretch a dollar a lot thinner. And I mean, uh, you know, most of the rental companies I know out there aren't discounting their rates by 50%. So, uh, and manufacturers haven't cut their prices by 50%. Why does LDI, you know, this is your business. This is how, you know, Marion eats. Well, <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's not make it too personal. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, and you know what? I, again, I, um, th there's no, feeling on my part that it has to be, you know, guilty versus, you know, not guilty kind of thing. And I think that the point is that we, it doesn't take a mathematician to understand, um, and I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here, what revenues for a major event like this that did not happen in 20 looked like. Right. Really. And so, um, so, and that is in no way to say, well, we have to do the event because we have to do the event. But but also like you can't there's no reason to keep kicking the can down the road when by all forecasts um, and I mean, you know, world global forecast, not the weather. Um, there's no reason there are no impediments to us having the event and flooring the event in Vegas. Um, you know, things are and like I said, just happen to be part of a larger um, event and data and media company. They, they've already kind of paved the road for my team to see what can be done. So um, that's really encouraging. It's not like we're the first ones out the gate, you know, and, right, and right. let's face it, in our industry, we are kind of the first ones out the gate. So it's a little bit more, um, I think, uh, scary for some people. And I understand the questions and I understand that people maybe are not um, so quick to make the investment or, um, or feel like they're rushing, you know, to the gates, come to the show. But I, I really believe, um, you know, with our team too, you know, kind of working around the clock to make this the best show possible, that what I'm hearing from all events is you will not be sorry you're there. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like I said earlier, maybe it won't look the same, maybe it won't feel the same, but I think the quality and 
um, of those events that you may be the ones you have to go to because of work. I think we all agree that we work in this industry for a reason. And it's because we actually also want to be with the people and see the of people course. and yeah. network. So, so I think we have a little bit um, of a step up um, in our industry that, that keeps us around for so long. And speaking of so long, I hope you're going to ask everybody about their historic LDI. Experience. Well, yeah. What was, what was your first one, Marian? Um, my first LDI was 1996 in Orlando. Um, I happened to be working with Patrick Dearson for group one limited. We work for Jack. And Kelly. by working with, you mean married to, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> I was not at the time. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, flash forward. Um, and that was Orlando. And we worked for the um, then distributor of Clay Packy. And I don't think, uh, I think Clay Packy was like a really big uh, booth that first year. And it was great. It was, it was my first LDI and it was, when we were still doing the big blacked out theater and I had actually was doing marketing PR. I had tickets printed that, you, you know, for the show every 30 minutes that I had done, you know, Minuteman press down the block or something. It was, a, and I got to meet all the press at the time at places like lighting dimensions. And um, I don't even think PLSN was there yet. Maybe I think PLSN came out a year or two later. Uh, yeah. I don't think they were out yet. So that was my first experience, like with the Peabody, the old Peabody Hotel that was there, um, and uh, and great fun. I had, and this is no dig on the AES show or people from the sound side, but we had been to the AES show about a month before, and I remember some of the folks I went to the AES show with, which is you know recording and sound engineers. Um, it's a different show, let's say, and my colleagues all said, "If you think that was fun." wait till you go to LDI next month. So just obviously a little bit of a different vibe and, um, but, but great fun, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Patrick, what about you? Cause I, you know, you were with Clay Packy and their distributor, you know, almost around the same time. I think I was with Trackman at Martin. Yeah. I think just about all of us here had a, a, yeah. a very similar timeline in, in growing up within the industry at that level. Um, but my first one was was 1993 in Reno. Um, it was it was a spirited event getting into it as the snowstorms that year were quite hectic. And my flight made we ran out of fuel actually because we were in a holding pattern over Reno. We ended up hightailing it on vapor, landing lopsided into San Jose Airport, and sat there for six hours or so until they refueled. So yeah, it was an interesting uh, first year at LDI. That's that's for sure. I'm going to preface all of this by saying I only have a few minutes because at the bottom of the hour I have to run out the door. Um, but more more than reminiscing about first LDIs, I'd like to go back to this one because it is so important. And uh, there's a few things that I'm not sure I, I can be the ugly American to to touch on it politically speaking. Um, some of the things that aren't as widely known was that in 2019, uh, the the whole group putting on LDI had gone to great lengths to do a lot of negotiations on behalf of the industry with the convention center, with all the moving pieces there to really help reduce and spread out costs for booths so that going into 2020, those costs would be a hell of a lot more manageable, a bit more affordable for people exhibiting. And I, I, I think that that's sort of 
got swept to the, the wayside a bit in just how much effort that team put in to doing that. So, you know, going into to this in 2021, it's a very different uh, scenario, but there was a lot of headway made. There was a, they paved the way to, to really help reduce his costs as much as possible. So I think that vendors going in this year were already set up for a, a significant amount of success. Now, that is not to make any assumption as to any business's ability. Right now, that's that's one of the more difficult things. And it's one of the, the harsher judgments, I think, that are being made on various areas of the industry, various companies. Um, they Not everybody had the same experience through this pandemic. Um, and, you know, and I speak for that firsthand um, coming out of the pandemic quite successfully and not having a bit of survivor's guilt with that. But after spending so much time kicking, screaming, clawing to keep a company afloat and to help others do the same. And in helping others, we saw firsthand how a lot of people simply couldn't do it. That's and a great point. So you're, you're seeing, you know, you, you can make judgments all day long about these big names of manufacturing in the industry. And you're, you're speaking at a turn by saying they got enough money. They, they're just being cheap. That's, that's not right. It's not kind. And it's, it's just not appropriate. Um, some manufacturers have made a choice to, I think, significantly over leverage themselves to be able to maintain the image and showing up and doing, as you say, Marcel, you know, trying to take advantage of the opportunity, even though the chips are down against them. Other companies are calling no joy. And I, I, I spoke to one manufacturer, it's a very prevalent manufacturer that um, called me to, to just to bounce the ideas back around a little bit of, you know, from the business side. And they said, listen, we kind of have a choice. Um, we can either do this show or we can pull the booth, keep our guys employed longer because we're still struggling and we can at least show up and be there and network with people around the show. And well, that's obviously a, that's an easy decision at that point. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, employed or, but you, you know, I mean, I, I, booth or do you want to bring your team, you yeah. know, be able to maintain those people and that talent who are the core that's going to help you. I, I think there's, I think there's also people who are just using this as coverage to just pull out of the show and keep the money in their bank and, that's okay too. I mean, it's it's a personal decision or a, a, a you know exactly. or company decision. If I'm the CEO of my company, I can do whatever the hell I want to do, right? And so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not shaming anyone for not going. It's it's a very easily justi justifiable decision. You know, Ben and I are I good friends. I don't think there's shame in it, by the way. But I do yeah. think that by I think there's a bit of shame in saying, well, I'm not even going to show up. Um, I think that uh, I think Ben and Marcel, I think you were both at Plaza, right? No, I wasn't. Oh, you didn't? Yes, I was there. So There's some reason why I wasn't. I don't remember. Um, I think that, that a lot of the feedback out of Plaza was the this sort of concept of you have to look at it a little differently. This wasn't necessarily about seeing the latest and greatest toy. This was about reconnecting and re-networking and networking farther with new people 
that you normally would not have gotten a chance to do. Yeah. And I think you're going to see the same thing. And this is what you want to, as a, as a business owner, any business owner, you're going to want to capitalize on the opportunity going into LDI. It isn't about finding that brand new spanking toy that's the whiz-bang new thing. This is about reforging those relationships and, and really setting yourself up to start the rebuild that this industry is is doing because no well, matter what, everybody's rebuilding. There's going to be a lot less noise too. So, I mean, for that small to mid-sized company, you know, like as an example, I remember when I used to go to NAMM uh, as, a, as a buyer because I had a small guitar store in Canada, music store in Canada, and we were tiny. And, you know, you'd go to Fender or Gibson or whatever, and you couldn't even get in the booth, let alone to speak to some of their salespeople about becoming a dealer for Gibson or Fender or whoever, right? And so then I started noticing that if I went to the Nashville show, the summer show, you could actually, you know, get in there. Or if you went to, you know, just different smaller shows, like in Canada, they had one called MIAC, which is like Canada's version of NAM. I forget what it stands for, Music Industry Association Canada. Um, you know, and it was easier to get in and talk to those people at the smaller shows. I think this is going to be for the small to mid-sized company. This is going to be an amazing networking opportunity where they wouldn't have access to some of the designers or the, you know, top sales management or executives in some of these companies that they will have this year. And I know that sounds sort of like a pathetic reason for going, but it's really not. It's actually a great business opportunity for the small to mid-sized company to connect with people that they may or may not have the chance. But I, I want to hear from Ben because I've been talking to Ben through this whole thing. And, you know, Ben was one of the few guys not to, to you know, pump up your, your newly shiny head, uh, which we all agree looks perfectly amazing. Really good. Really good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Ben was one of these guys who really it was always like, no, we're going. You know, and um, granted, he's not choosing, I don't think, between paying people's wages and going to a trade show. But I do know that like the rest of us, Ben's company has has taken, you know, a few bumps on the head over the past 18 months. And it's still tough to go and spend a half a million dollars on trade show booths. But, you know, Ben always told me it's not really a decision. Right. Um, yeah. So first of all, I'd like to congratulate uh the the hair side oh, the, the hair side of the screen uh, I've never seen anyone keep Patrick and I quiet for 15 minutes so first of all congratulations <laughs> on on keeping us quiet for the first 15 minutes of the podcast yeah, or whatever cool. this is called um, yeah. I will briefly mention my first LDI experience was in 1989 in Nashville when my college roommates and I drove uh one of their 1976 bmw 2002 from suny purchase down to uh nashville to be ellen's first interns for what i think i, I don't even i doubt it was called ldi institute at that time i'm so glad you brought um, that up i was gonna yeah. pay you before and ask if it was okay to talk about this yeah and the car broke down on the way home and we had to it was the middle of the night and we had to help uh 
John Presley towing uh, clean roof tiles off the interstate before he would take <laughs> our beer. And, you know, we stayed, do- dropped us at some local Holiday Inn, and my college roommate, his name's Christian Metha, his parents, um, for as long as they were alive, sent Mr. Presley a Christmas card every year as a thank you for rescuing um, their poor brainless sons from the son and friends from the side of the interstate in Tennessee. That's um, amazing. So, yeah, and isn't so. it the most incredible um, testimonial to the LDI internship program? Intern yes. To yeah, no, I, I, I have no complaints. Worked out great for me. Um, so there was that. So congratulations on keeping Patrick quiet. Uh, that was my first LDI. And, you know, listen, I, as we were getting ready to talk about this, I thought about two things. Uh, I, I tried to really think about why are we at LDI? Why are why are pe- why should people exhibit at LDI? Why should they attend LDI? Right? Because listen, this isn't just a commercial for LDI. As as has been said numerous times, it's a commercial enterprise. And all of us who attend, whether you are an exhibitor in a company or you're a person, um, and Patrick, I know you have a company, but you know, if you're someone like Patrick, why why do you go to LDI? Right? What? You're, it's an investment of time. It's an investment of money. You know, Marion, um, she really has two. And probably more that I'm not aware of, but two groups to keep happy, people like me and people like Patrick. And, you know, the reason that we go there is to meet the people that we have the privilege of serving. Right. So we have products. We want people to use our products to do cool shit. And the best place for us to meet as many of those people as possible uh, historically, and we believe this year and into the future, has been LDI. It's a made. It's it's probably you know it's a major event. Yes, there's other trade shows for specific groups, NAB, House of Worship, things like that. Um, but this is the one place um, Bob Gordon always used to. You know, we did we act historically hasn't exhibited at a lot of those smaller shows because Bob always felt that anyone who really is in the lighting business or the event technology uh, entertainment technology business, you're coming to LDI, right? Um, and those other shows, they don't have a focus on technology the way LDI does. Um, and you know, that's, uh, you know, it's best shown by the people that we work with the, the, some of the supplier partners that we represent MA lighting is, you know, there's 17 employees from MA lighting coming to LDI this year. And they range from the programmers at the factory to the regional salespeople, um, and the total contingent of, L- of, uh, people coming from the MA lighting uh, outside of the United States is about 40 because there's 17 people, the people who write the software and develop the consoles. And then there's another 20 something people who are international distributors from other places. And they're treating this LDI as the chance to really get together and celebrate the fact that the industry is coming back. And for us, it's absolutely critical um, to bring the developers and the designers, Ayrton is sending, um, you know, their team of people who actually designs the lighting fixtures because LDI is one of the most important places where they meet people like Patrick who actually use the lights. And so when Ayrton is making their R&D decisions, one of the inputs that they take is the feedback that they get at LDI. So that's really important. Um, and then, you know, if you think about it from, from someone like Patrick's point of view, a designer or a programmer, um, someone who works for a lighting company or a rental shop, you know, there's two things you're going to find at the show. You're going to find tools that help you do your job better. So 
you know, it's been, well, we've all been locked in our houses for 19 months. Okay. Maybe not 19 months. We started doing shows again, but we've all been locked in our houses for a very long time. It's been two years since we've had this trade show. That's a lot of time for R and D. There are cool new things that are going to be shown, um, that are going to be shown at the show this year. And, I, I think people are going to want to see them. It's tools that are going to help you do your job better. And on top of that, there's people you're going to meet who you don't know. And it's people who you're going to network with and get a chance to, um, to forward your career. And, you know, I think as I think Marcel, you said a little earlier, the opportunity to do that, maybe in a smaller environment, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Right, you know, you stand, might get stand a by one sec because I know we're yeah. going to lose Patrick here soon. So, Patrick, from a from you know, put your designer hat on for a second. This year, as opposed to other years for LDI, why is it important for you know whether you're a young up and coming designer or a top designer? I'm sure it's a different importance or a different uh, answer. But why is it important to be at this show in 2021? It isn't a different answer. It's the same. Whether you're just whether you know today's your first day in the business, or you've been in it, you know, like me for you know whatever 25, 30 years. Um, my first LDI was '93. From '94 to '98, I was always paid to be there. After that, I've missed one LDI since. Yeah. Not counting last year. Um, and it was simply because it was luck of the draw. There was nothing special about it. It just happened to fit into the schedule, whether I was able to pop in at least for a day to check things out and fly right back out to a production. The one I missed, we had a, a, a set of opening nights and rehearsals where I couldn't be there. Every time I went, I went very specifically for the networking because I'm not there to show stuff. I'm not a manufacturer. I'm, I'm there to, to use the stuff. Um, you know, and I, I, I always was lucky enough to be one of the cool kids that usually got to use all the brand new gear that was coming out and being shown that year a couple of months before it actually hit the LDI floor. Yeah. So it was never really about going to see the hot new cool thing. It was about networking as much as possible with just about every level of the industry, other designers, other programmers, production managers, tour managers, all the manufacturer reps so that you're building that relationship so that for the coming year, when I got on a production and had a problem or I had a team that was having a problem, I was able to know exactly who to call to get a quick answer to solve that. So we can move on with our very precious time as a clock was ticking before an opening night or whatever the, the event may be. So it was about the networking. And then my favorite part of LDI, which is the perimeter booths. All of those tiny little 10 by 10 pipe and drape booths with a shitty white sign over them because they're a brand new upstart company. And every single year from 1993, I walked away from LDI having found at least one new widget that was critical for something that year. It was a really great opportunity. That's, that's another... Get, yeah, it's another great point, but I used to do the exact same thing at NAM when I was, you know, buying for a guitar store and we would find some new weird distortion pedal along one of the walls and we would become like one of the Canadian importers for it or something. Those are, you know? There are always those those diamonds in the rough. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot, no matter what level you are, showing up to, to that show has always done something in a, a real positive light, which is, yeah. which is great. 
on that note, I'm going to love you and leave you. I have to run to a meeting. See you, buddy. I'll Thank see you, you for joining us. See you. We'll see you at LDI. Have a good one. <laughs> so, I see what you and, did there. You see that? This is why I am a marketing person. You That's know, why you have a real microphone in front of you. Yeah. So, you know, Ben, you made some really, really great points and, you know, some things that I didn't really even think about that much. But still, as a CEO of a fairly large company, you know, uh, responsible for fairly large marketing budgets and sales budgets, you know, there's still, you know, a uh, uh, you know, little guy on each shoulder, one telling you to go and one yeah, telling you not to go. And so, you know, ultimately, how hard is that decision in 2021? 2021, I think it's it's a no-brainer. You have to go, right? I mean, you haven't, you know, you haven't had the opportunity to do this. Sure, our salespeople are out there traveling. We're visiting customers every day. And by the way, customer visits and roadshows are a great way to meet the people you already know. How do you find new customers, right? Yeah. You go to trade shows, right? So to me in 2021, and, and quite frankly, I was, I was saying to someone earlier, my attitude about LDI is actually better this year that it's been in a long time because it, it did for, you know, after a while, it's just like, wow, there's, we're spending a lot of money here. Is this really worth it? And you, and, and you, you know, every year I go to our, our sales team and our marketing team and I say, you know, guys, you know, here's the number. Is this really the best way to spend this money? And, you know, every single year we always come down that the answer is yes. Um, because again, where are you going to bring together the the manufacturers and the inventors and the people who make the magic things in this industry and the people that buy them and use them, right? We, we do that by going to trade shows. And, you know, as I said before, you know, we find LDI to be uh, the most important trade show for the entertainment technology industry. And, you know, part of that is that that's been, you know, what it's, so what did we decide 1988 was the first one. So, you know, part of that is it's, it's been there for who's good at math, 30, 43 years. It's been 33 years. It's been there for a long time, <laughs> yes. whatever, whatever that is in math. 30, um, <laughs> minus one it's, it's, last year. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. You know, it's been there for a long time. Um, it's a, it's a well-run show. Um and, you know, it's fun and we enjoy it. And so, you know, again, this year, I think it was a much easier decision than it had been in years past. And obviously, yes, COVID presented challenges for all of us. And, you know, um, different people had a different experience and we're incredibly fortunate and thankful to, you know, the employees that support us and the customers who buy things from us and the supplier partners who give us products. Um, and we're very lucky and, you know, incredibly grateful and have a lot of love for everyone, everyone we had the privilege of working with. Um, and, you know, doing something like going to LDI is, you know, that, that's the fun part. That's the, that's the result of all that hard work that we did. Absolutely. I think also that, um, I know I'm going to go out of character here and disagree with Patrick Dearson about just a small <laughs> point. Um, but, you know, and, and I hear what he's saying is it's, you know, what are people going to be putting out in terms of new gear? And maybe it's not the year that you see all the new fangling stuff. But I, I quite disagree. You know, what we're hearing coming out of what people are planning to present uh, to the point that Ben made, it's been a long time. Uh, and that in 
Um, yeah, maybe Infocom is happening actually in just a few days, right? Um, yeah, next which, next week. Next which week has some yeah, which has some overlap with us, obviously. And and you know, we were a little bit like, wow, they're going to have their show right the month before us. But um, you know, it's a good thing they did because who knows if they would have been successful in June. Um, but you know, Infocom maybe not being the exact focus market that we are, even though some people will also go there, as we know. Um, this is this is kind of like two years in the making, right? For, for people to have developed stuff. So I'm, I'm hearing quite encouraging things about new technology that's coming out um, from, well, from companies such as Ben's. Yeah. I mean, I don't think developers and engineers stopped creating okay. things, you yeah. know? So yeah. there's obviously going to be some really great new products. Some companies have launched uh, Ben's included. Some companies have launched products throughout COVID that this might be the first time people see it. Um, you know, even, you know, Martin came out with their big new fixture, uh, I don't know, six months ago or something. This is the first time that a lot of people will see that. A lot of the Ariton fixtures, a lot of other fixtures. So, yeah, I mean, I think from a standpoint of, of new technology, there's still going to be some. But I do know of a lot of companies who, instead of having a big booth full of lights, they're going to have a little bar and, a, and hand out sandwiches and drinks, which, you know, I may or may not do if I was going there as an exhibitor. Um, there's going to be a lot of circle bars, I would expect, and uh, <laughs> or different variations or ad adaptations of circle bars. There's going to be and, at least one uh, very big circle bar that we're building. Ah, nice. Nice. Yeah. So well, what's we that about? Tell, we tell me about the circle bar. This is the most interesting thing I've heard all day. <laughs> I knew we'd get there eventually. Um, well, I'm pretty sure um, someone on the comments can probably bear me out on this, that this is the brainchild of our show director, uh, Jesse Cybalski. And it was, of course, um, thinking that a lot of people have pinged us and said, oh, this is, you know, going back a year. Where are we going to go? Uh, without a circle bar, um, of course, you know, the being so relatable that, um, you know, circle bar, LDI, LDI circle bar, where are you going to go? Circle bar. Let's like, you know, we all know that's where a lot of people end up uh, at the ends of their dinners, et cetera, or other obligations. Um, but it's become so synonymous with LDI that I'm not sure if people maybe think that we, you know, had something to do with the circle bar, which of course we didn't. But we thought, especially... Um, you know, they renovated that one year. Maybe it was the last one or yeah. two years. They kind of yeah. renovated it and it just like became brown or something. And it was like, okay, but it was a little bit different. So it was already kind of felt they like- took out the Vera lights. Yeah, know, it, was, it was sort of oddly renovated. Um, and then of course it's been, the hotel Hard Rock has been taken over by um, Virgin. So uh, Jesse thought like, let's just build a friggin' circle bar on the show floor. And, and that really came out of um, what are we going to do with the feedback that people are saying about they can't wait to network again. Now we always know that like top two reasons people go to a trade show and Patrick just said it, you know, networking and gear that that's, yeah. you know, that's the only reasons to go really. Um, so if those are the two things and we know we got the gear and we want to keep people on the show floor, obviously to, you know, help our exhibitors get more time with them. Um, you know, for better yeah. or worse in our industry, no, one cool. not bad way is to build a, a social experience. Um, so that's open during the hours of the show every day? Yeah, it'll be open. Um, in fact, Ben's company is one of the sponsors of it. Cool. Thank so you, the ben. booze is free from the Circle Bar? No, the booze is not free, but it will be free during... Friday night. Friday, during night. Party. Friday yeah, night. Yeah, there's a networking party. So we're having a networking party, which is 
as you guys know from back in the day, it was, you know, whose party to go to on which night, right? So the one night would be the so-and-so's party. One night would be the so-and-so's party. So like a big LDI party was not something we've done on a regular basis. We did one for our 30th anniversary. Um, we did one way back in the day when that one restaurant was closing down, we kind of took the whole back lot and we had big staging back there. It was probably in 15 or 16, the Firefly, I think it was called. Um, big party back there. Um, and then we thought, God, we have to have a party this year. Um, and, you know, if anybody goes to all the European trade shows, of course, the show floor kind of like just stays hopping until all hours. You know, you go to um, those white light parties where they just have like a city of food and beverages and you can kind of like pop around and see gear until nine o'clock at night. Yep. Um, you know, being in a convention center until nine o'clock at night is really weird. And then you go, <laughs> I definitely have to leave now. Um, so we're not going to quite be that um, intense about it. But, yeah, we'll have a party on the show floor um got thanks to ben and team are, are supporting that and um that's cool and i think it's going to just be a good experience for people to have a place to go because you know we're, most people are just like running around the trade show floor now you can go and sit and have a meeting now you can go and sit and have I, a cocktail or a soft i also break. would like to say right now that we shouldn't judge people for day drinking <laughs> and, I, and i think or you know if you want to have a coffee instead too you can do that or a soft drink it's no you judgment can't go to the circle way. bar and have a coffee or a soft drink <laughs> it's not this just this way, is sacrilegious though. yes either this is way, a terrible it's not, thing it's not in 2021 you can okay you can anything goes huh? That's right. i'm just going to stand at the circle bar all day so i don't have to wear a mask well you have to kind of uh, well i'll be pretending i'm drinking yeah. all the time right but, but I think it's going to be, you know, that's that's one of the, and shout out to Jessie, because I did see her comment um, that she was really um, at the forefront of creating that that um, yeah, experience. Cool. And so, you know, keeping people on the show floor, keeping that connectivity. And I think that, um, you know, this year, that's our most important thing is, is having people um, feel like that community. Yeah. So now we all have to stop talking so we can read this very long comment. <laughs> Jesse, I do. So anybody who's, I don't know if anybody, everybody watching can see this. So that's Jesse Cybulski, uh, our show director. Amazing. Yes, they can see Talented it. person um, who's been with the show for, for years now. And let's see. That's a lot. Yep. That's a lot that you're expecting from a circle bar. We used to just go there to get drunk and... <laughs> have a good time. Well, and I laugh think at Patrick. Ben did say it's 2021. You have to be a little bit more uh, open-minded. Yeah, that's weird. So you know, we have our Pat Mackay Diversity Scholarship. A lot of the scholarship winners are coming to the show. Um, they're 11 a.m. Bloody Mary. There you go. Choices. It's all about choices. Oh, choices. Yes. We're so. In- one of the things I was thinking about this morning was, you know, just funny moments. And I don't know, like aside from the one where the car broke down that you told us already, Ben, I don't yeah. know if you guys have a really funny, and I have no idea why this is the first one that popped into my head, but it had to be like 1996 or something, five, mm-hmm. six, seven. And um, I was, at the awards, and I think we were expecting at Martin to get an award for something, probably most outrageously spent booth or something. <laughs> um, but uh, I was standing with Peter Johansson, and Wiseman was standing right in front of us. And Wiseman turns around and he goes, oh, hey, little buddy, you can't see back there. You want me to put you up on my shoulders to, to Johansson? And I, I was rolling on the floor, dying laughing at this one. It was hilarious. That's a good one. 
Um, I, I, again, I have no idea why that pops into my head. There's a few funny Peter Johansson <laughs> moments that I could tell you about. You know, another one was at the the party that we did on the beach, which I don't know if either one of you uh, were of drinking age yet at that point. But, <laughs> but I did, uh, I, I did, yeah, go ahead. We did this big party on the beach and uh, we had Casey and the Sunshine Band. There was like 5,000 people out there or something. And um, so I had a bar tab going. We handed out, I don't know, thousands of drink tickets. But I also had a bar tab going inside at the bar. And so it's like two o'clock in the morning and our event planner comes up to me and says, Marcel, you know, you got to take care of the bar tab. And I look at it and I'm like, oh, shit. So I go, I'm standing with John Broderick and I go to Peter Johansson and I go, hey, Peter, look, that's Metallica's lighting designer, John Broderick right there. I need to buy him a drink. Give me your credit card. And he goes, oh, okay, okay, okay. So he hands me his credit card and I hand it to the event planner. And it was like $22,000 or something. So she she brings it back to him to sign it. And he goes, holy shit, what were you drinking? Blame John Broderick. Poor John. It's like I did not drink all that. Yeah, exactly. It was it was hilarious. So that is pretty good. So typical. Oh, someone was there. Stephen Way. I may remember seeing you, Stephen. I don't recall. I don't know. (laughs) I I was not myself that evening. So anything else, you guys? I mean, it's uh, I'm actually really looking forward to it. Like I said, I'm sort of bringing a whole bunch of people, and uh, you know. Yeah, we're looking forward to it too. I think we're looking forward to it too. I think it's going to be great. I think uh, those who do attend are going to have positive memories. Someone said the other day, "This is going to be the one everybody talks about." So great. Yeah. And Hannah, who's our um, content um, manager of the Live Design Online uh, content site, is posting some of the um, new gear that's being introduced. So to bolster our point earlier that there will be lots of new gear at LDI. Thanks for sharing that, Hannah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that link isn't going to be clickable or anything on your screen yeah, right yeah, now. So yeah. Good luck on that one. Actually, I think I can copy it and uh, I'll figure Stick it, it out. in the comments. Oh, it should be in the comments already. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say something incredibly important and now I forget what it was. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I'm very much looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, I think it's important to go. Um, you know, for companies who are on the fence, if you're not, you know, so far, like if, if you're deciding between payroll and a trade show, you shouldn't be going to a trade show. You know, I I mean, marketing budgets were the first thing that most of us cut last year when COVID got real bad, unfortunately, Marion. Um, and, uh, so I understand that, but if that's not the case, I, I can't, I can't imagine reasons why you wouldn't be at this show it's going to be a great show thanks for all your support we'll certainly by the way i do want to add one thing which i remembered now you guys lightened your covid protocol right or at least gave options yeah we added testing option yeah testing option right yeah we added testing option so i don't know that everybody knew that but there is a testing option now so if you do not have the vaccination don't want to get the vaccination you can get a test what is it two days before a day before, 72 or? hours and we have a uh, it's not an app i have to keep remembering that it's not an app you can upload load it in advance so okay. we have um 
a veritable uh, army of people who are checking all that stuff out. So thanks for mentioning that. Yeah. Well, and also the other problem that some people had mentioned to me was that, you know, none of our international clients or friends or designers or whatever can get there. And now that's been lifted. So Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know a bunch of Europeans who are coming in for the show. So yeah. I mean, it's again, a relief, it's a big relief that, you know, timing is everything too. So that, that was a big holdout for us is concerned about the international, especially, you know, Ben mentioning all the people he's bringing internationally. So yeah. yeah no, let's, like don't, don't think it would, don't think we weren't nervous because we were. Yeah. We were yeah. white knuckle on that one too. Not going to lie. <laughs> Amazing. Well, um, thank you guys. And yeah, uh, thanks so much, I appreciate Mark you doing Bell. this and I appreciate that your company is continuing on with the show. And I appreciate Ben that your company's exhibiting there and all the other companies who are or are not exhibiting for whatever reason, I get it. Um, but you know, it's amazing, uh, that we're still having a show. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I'll see you all. Sorry, wait. All I'll right. See you at the circle bar. At the circle <laughs> bar. See you at LDI. All right. Yeah. Thanks all. Later. Look forward to seeing you. Got no band, y'all away.